Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 68 of Millennial Gaming Speak. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me today is just Max Roberts. Hi, Max. How's it going, buddy? I'm alright. How are you? You seem I'm tired doing or well. something. You seem tired um, or something. I'm recovering from a cold. You're recovering from a cold. We both are, sort of. Yeah. You, I think, were, you, I think, you and I th- me both were sick I think last I time. Start, I think I started coming out of mine last time we recorded, while yeah, I think you started no, going I'm, into yours. Yep. I'm on the men, uh, hopefully on the men now, but um, we'll you, you sound you, know. you still sound kind of pitiful, and you're out I'm, of it. I'm, I'm a mess. I had soup today. <clears> you like, had what? Soup. I had chicken oh. noodle soup. That sounds didn't really help. My throat... My throat feels like there's just this veil of like thick goo. Don't worry, you can you can eat your turkey this week and maybe it'll make you feel better. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's here. What the heck? Thanksgiving's here this week, and it's been a super busy this week. It's been a really quick year. As awful as it's been, it's gone pretty fast. It is, and we're almost here. We're what do we got? All of that this Uh, week, next week, you know. Then we've got Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals and gaming. Oh, Please just buy things online. You don't. You do not need to go out to retail. Everything is no, cheaper. I will. Actually, so we've got a new Walmart in our small, no. my small little town of no. Danville. No, and it I, will be insane. I want to go to it. No, I, I'm going to go to it. Um, Why? You're because I'm the beast, huh? You're feeding the beast. I typically go out every year. I don't. Sometimes I don't spend money, but. Uh, the past few, probably the past two Black Fridays, it seems like I'll just get together with my friends who happen to be back in town from college and we'll just go run around and do whatever at two or three in the morning and all these random stores. It used to be way worse, actually. I think the past few years, either stores have learned how to kind of manage the number of people that they get into their stores or just not as many people are going out because it has been... It's been better lately, I think. A couple – have you ever opened anywhere on a Black Friday or anything like that in a I, store? Yeah, I did Black Friday two years at Kmart. And oh, that's, that's right. You did those, at Kmart. Those two years, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Like, I I'm never to... I'm never being the consumer side of it. <clears throat> yeah. I it's had a to, nightmare. I had to open uh, – I used to work at Menards, which is a hardware place, and you wouldn't think Save that would be busy. Save money at Menards. Yeah. You wouldn't think it would be busy, but – Menards orders in like all of this, like just junk, like this cheap junk that they normally would never have in stock, and then they put it in their ad, and people come in and buy it for some reason because I I don't know people are stupid. Um, <sighs> so we order in they we would order in all this stuff, and they would have a massive Black Friday presence, and I had to open the doors like the first year, and that was horrifying. That was that was really scary. <laughs> Thought you were gonna die. They're like. Hey Logan, you're the grunt. Go open the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get trampled. So that was freaky. Um, people, people, like carts ran out in five seconds. So people ran to the trash can aisle and they started throwing everything they were buying into trash cans. That's insane. So See, they'd get up to the front and they'd be like, "Here's all my stuff, but I don't want to purchase this trash can." Do you so, remember? Did you ever watch the South Park Black Friday special from a couple of years ago? It was the Console Wars slash Game of Thrones. Possibly was that the one a, that Peter Moore was in? No, it was like a three-parter, and it was about the console wars, Black Friday, and Game of Thrones all mashed together. Sounds it's a familiar. three-parter. It's some of the best they've ever done. I, I it is know. so good. 
I have only seen so many Black Friday episodes, or not Black Friday episodes, South Park episodes. You should Black watch Friday. those three because you watch Game of Thrones, you're a gamer, and you understand Black Friday. Yeah. Like, the, it is, it's some of their best work. Maybe they'll air it this week in honor of it. I do, know, I don't know, they probably, they probably would do a new episode. And honestly, they probably do their episode after Black Friday. I think this, I don't know if the season just ended or not. I don't know. I can't remember. I, th- I feel like it's just getting started. Yeah, I don't know. I think mm. they may have taken a break after the election. They definitely did one right after the election, though. I remember they had to like rewrite their... I heard they had to rewrite their episode within like 12 hours. It doesn't surprise me. Because Trump won, and they had an episode written where Hillary won. <laughs> so they had to rewrite it. So Wouldn't, that was, Would not surprise me. That they, was, you that know, was they're probably. notorious for getting episodes done in six days, so... Yeah. That's, they work I with an unreal deadline. They're self pretty... self imposed, but they do it anyway. I mean, kind of self imposed. I mean, I'm sure Comedy Central no, they is like, do it "Hey, themselves. get that you you have a new episode airing at this time slot Wednesday, so better get no, that they out." They do it. They could they could in between seasons just make all the episodes. Oh, for but sure. They do it. They do it on that deadline, so it remains topical. <clears throat> yeah, because That's they could have. It's... I mean, there's plenty of older episodes that are evergreen and. You can Last come back forever. to him all the time. Like, yeah. um, uh, what's his name? Must die. Crap. What's his name? There, there's an episode where Carmen, some bully, has to. It's, it's yeah. A I, know, I know. Must die, I know, I know what you're talking else. about. Yeah. I forget that kid's name. That's a good one. There's a bunch like that. That's kind of. I think that's smart for them to do that. Scott Tennerman. Scott Tennerman. That's die. right. Yeah. I, I think them doing that gives South Park more legs in the long run because you see people complaining about like the Simpsons now and how the Simpsons has gotten bad and the Simpsons isn't relevant with anything. They're, all their episodes are still evergreen for the most part. You could watch them at any point and, and it'd make sense. Uh, but they're kind of starting to stutter, I think, because of that. I haven't heard anything good about the Simpsons in forever. Meanwhile, I feel like South Park's still going really strong because every episode does have to do with something that's going on in the news. So that's smart on their part, but I can't imagine what their deadlines are like in that office through and they're five making or the six game. days they got to work, plus the game on the side. I Yeah, I don't understand how they do it. I mean, the animations, they've probably got down down now. So that's probably the easy part. But it's, main, it's mainly probably just writing the episodes, recording the VO, and then obviously you got the animation side. But they if, if they can get these out within five or six days, then that's probably... I want to say the easier part of it at this point. So I don't know. We'll never I, know. I, I don't know. I don't work for them. Um, what's been up with video games and you? What have you been playing? Uh, what have you been doing? Uh, been playing Animal Crossing still. Good fun game. Uh, just started Danganronpa 2 again. Like picked that back mm-hmm. up. Kind of feeling an itch for a Japanese game. And since, since Final since, Fantasy's out next week. Yeah. So I'm kind of entertaining that by playing Danganronpa Danganronpa 2 right now um, which man I love that series oh they're so good I still I need to play it you should you definitely I have the, I have the first one. one I have it that's, yeah that's like, what you need I to do, do just start it, with so one. I just need to play it at some point it's, which I it's, will it's really good like I love that series and this the sequel is very interesting especially after playing the first one uh-huh. um, but I think now's the time for me to play that but who knows you know because Final Fantasy is out in a week and are you um, getting it did you decide are you gonna actually I, get it? i'm gonna wait for reviews so right. um i know press has copies of the game so reviews may hit day one i have no idea um i would assume they would um, if press has copies then press has copies the day one patch is already out 
like people are downloading like it, it broke the street date in brazil or something um, you, would, you would think it would especially with the holidays coming up you assume they'll have so i i do hope day there are day one reviews or very close um I mean, if nothing There's, else, it's an 80-hour game. I'm sure if people wrote up reviews in progress, it would cover a sizable I mean, chunk I, I, at the beginning. Yeah, but I'm, I yeah. am going to wait for final reviews. I don't need a – I do not need a No Man's Sky on my hand again. We've talked about this on the show. Yeah. And, you know, since Amazon gives us that 20% off so long after um, – so, you know, two weeks after the game comes out, I'm not really worried about it. I do have a feeling, though, that I am going to pick it up. Like, I just, based off the previews that I've read, particularly Jeremy Parrish's over at US Gamer, I definitely feel like I'm going to get this game. But for all I know, it turns into a hot mess after what they played. And I just, that's, I don't that's, get what, it. I, that's what I was talking to you about the other day is that I can already see the writing on the wall with this game. And I can already see people saying it gets really good after you're 30 hours into it. Well, or no, they, like the, the, the previews I've read are from the beginning of the game and they say <clears> that's the true. Is that's very, true. very good. My concern is it turns awful. It, it, it's the reverse of what you're saying. It like, it's really bad 30 hours in. I think the story looks so stupid. That's the I one find thing the story that... interesting. I find it simple. And uh, since this it's is simple, this but it's also really dumb. my first, this could be my very first Final Fantasy game. This is something I can grasp, and I think it can get complex and more detailed deeper in. But right now, Possibly. it's pretty darn easy to grasp. It's a you're a prince, you're riding around <clears> with your three bros, you have a wedding. Apparently, the wedding gets called off. So I think, I think that's something that I can get into, and I feel like it can get more complicated later on. But you know, we'll see. We will I, most certainly see. So we, we, I was, Who knows? Maybe the embargo is even before launch day. I would, I would expect if they've got copies now, they do. You would sure. assume that they would be able to get it out day one, if not earlier. Because I mean, when when you get an assigned a game like that, that kind of becomes your main job. It seems like with most outlets, like it's not like they're like, hey, write news on top of this and write this preview for this game on top of this. Like, no, you are playing. You the are game. Just playing Final Fantasy. Yeah. So. You would think if they had all this weekend, if they'll have this whole week, which is a holiday, they'll have a four-day weekend, and then, I mean, you would think they would have enough time. You would have to. It just is going to depend on the embargo, which the embargo will be day one. So, or, the or, embargo if not, if not is earlier. Monday. So is Monday. a week from tomorrow. Okay. The 28th. According, then, then according to the, my quick, quick Google search. Then you would think they would have reviews up. You would think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Probably. I, I'm i excited. I'm very, very stoked. This is like the next thing I'm probably going to buy. So we keep talking about this game every week. and um, Well, it's just because it's closer and closer. No I, no, I agree. We keep talking about it every week. Um, I'm thinking at this point I'm going to get it as well. And Oh, you were telling me, yeah. It's because my brother wants it. And I don't know. He's like, like he's been talking to me about it lately. Like, yeah, I really want Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, you do? And he's like, yes. So, I mean, sometimes we'll go half and half in on a game, or he'll just purchase it outright. Like, I think, like this week, for instance, I know Battlefield One's gonna be like 25 or 30 bucks for Black Friday. We'll probably snag that. I mean, that's like what, 15 bucks for the both of us to spend on that. Like, so yeah, we'll get we'll. So we typically go half and half on some games, and I know he wants Final Fantasy, and I know he wants it for PS4 and stuff like that, so I'm like, all right, this is going to work out well. So I expect that we will get it. I don't know when 
though. Uh, we'll have okay. to wait and see. So we might, you and I might both have some hot takes. So my my thing, the week after is the last Guardian. I'm looking more forward to that. Um, oh, true. No, you're more I'm, looking forward to X Wing. X Wing. Yeah, that. Right? Well, that's a huge day because there's Last Guardian. There is X Wing. But see, and then uh, Last Guardian is going to be new that day as well. Oh, it is. Yeah, and so is the Hamilton mixtape. No, Hamilton. No, Hamilton mixtape is December second, and so is Gambino's album. It's December second. I thought it was sixth. Um, pretty sure it's the second. You may be right. I can also wasn't really feeling the new Gambino song. Oh my gosh, I am so much. Oh, I I wasn't feeling it. I'm I'm a big fan of his older stuff. Here, December second for Gambino. Awaken my love. Yes. Um, okay, so it's early. Oh, there's an. Oh, wait. Hold on. Totally I'm sorry. Which song were you talking about? Me and your mama or Redbone? They're both good. Redbone's better. I like Redbone a lot. Okay. They, they see, I like haven't Prince heard. I didn't songs. know Redbone was out. I've only heard Me and Your Mama. Redbone's and it was really weird. good. Redbone's like. I'll download one it. Of the better songs in his catalog, I think. Have um, you? Speaking of music, have you listened to the new Metallica album? Yes, I have. I've listened have. to a couple songs off of it, and it's Hot good. Dog. I think they're going to tour again with it too, which is exciting because I will go see them again. Which Metallica, I remember, I guess technically their last album. What was the name of their last Death album? Death Magnetic. Yeah, that was my first and really only Metallica album. That was a pretty um, good And that one, was though. back... If that 2000, was 2009. Eight. Or if was it eight, eight years... Eight, I've heard it. I was a freshman years. in high school because I saw yeah, me them too. on that tour. I had someone so gave me the CD, and I would listen to that all the time. I bet yeah, I it's 2008. It. it was 2008. So because so, I, I saw them that fall. You and me both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see them, but I was listening to that album, and so when this came out, I was like, okay, I can get into this, and I have Spotify now, so I was just able to just download it and listen to it. And it's pretty good. I'm, I'm like two songs in. Um, which is like 17 minutes of listening if you yeah. if you listen to Metallica if you, songs if you listen to Metallica yeah are. that's actually but, it's actually funny because I think their first song on that album was like <laughs> three minutes long and I was it like, was pretty short with, yeah what's up with this this isn't yeah. normal all no, their was, songs are it's seven minutes it's heavy man it's like I was headbanging while driving <clears throat> which is not safe you should not do that but I have, uh, I have seen so many metal bands like I really have I don't know if I've ever told you this or we've talked about it I've seen Metallica I have seen Megadeth from like three rows back. Plus, me and my dad didn't wear earplugs, and it was in a small theater. We were deaf for like three days afterwards. We were right by the speaker. Oh, I'm sure. So we were deaf. Um, I've seen Iron Maiden. I've seen Black Sabbath. I have seen. I feel like there's one more I've seen, but I can't remember. Those are like the big four, though Iron Maiden, Megadeth, Metallica, and Black Sabbath. So I've seen all of those, and that's cool. Um, I'd like to see Metallica again if they tour, though. But yeah, Gam- so you don't like Gambino's new album? You don't? You're not well, digging it. I you... didn't like the first song. I, I wasn't feeling it. You... I'm gonna listen. I'll listen to this red that's gonna be That's gonna be most of the album. It's gonna be funk. It's going to be funkadelic. I can 1970s get. I can get behind music. funk. My favorite album of all time is Random Access Memories. I can get behind some funky stuff. That's your favorite album ever. That's a good album. I will say that, that is that. Album. I think that album is perfect front to back. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, they they could not tweak it. I'd probably it put it in my top 20, I could maybe? listen to that album. I, I did. I listened to Random Access Memories the entire year it came out. That was all I listened to. I still keep this, going back to Kendrick Lamar lately. That's, like, the one guy I've gone back to consistently the for, like, the last 18 months. I don't get it, but okay. I've actually found a podcast that I started listening to. It's all called, that Kendrick Lamar? 
It's called Dissect, and it's a serialized podcast where they break down albums front to back, verse by verse by verse, and analyze it, like, in depth. And the first season is all about To Pimp a Butterfly. And, like, each episode's, like, half an hour long, and they break it down song. One song, and each episode is a different song. Is and they will song. break down every single line of the of the album. And he's a genius. He He has, like, double, triple, quadruple meanings for certain lines that, like... He says the one thing up for he says whatever the line is and it's like it has the blatant meaning and then it has a double meaning and then when you start like comparing it to a bunch of other things it has like a third meaning like I I, I don't know how he does it it's really insane um but yeah I've been listening to that podcast lately and it's been my appreciation for that album has grown like tenfold because of it and it's already probably one of my five or ten favorite albums ever so I could do. Good. Um, talking about music, all all other stuff. Um, so we're what talking about, about you? Final You've been playing Fantasy. anything? Yeah. So this is what I was gonna get to. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I got Sun. I have played literally probably seven minutes of it. Oh wow. Um, okay. So I haven't I haven't got into it yet. I can't really speak to it too much. I will say the professor's cool. He calls you like. I don't know. I've, I, the, there's one thing he keeps calling you. And he's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's funny. The professor is funny. I haven't even got my Pokemon yet. My st- my starter. I can't speak to it. Um, the one thing I did want to say about it, though, was that typically the way I play Pokemon games, especially with the new generations, is I will look at the decks full of the new Pokemon, and I will kind of plan ahead and be like, I want that one, I want that one, I want that one, I want that one, and I want that one. That way I kind of know going in, how I want to form my team a little bit. I'm not a fan of this gen. I'm really not. Um, there's some cool ones for sure that I think that I dig, but overall, I think this is a really, really weak generation. And I don't like that. So many of the quote unquote new Pokemon are instead just various forms of, of Pokemon from gen one. I don't, oh, I don't, see, I, don't do I, I completely disagree with you. I love that. See, but because you are a Gen 1 I am, and person. I'm out of touch. I'm completely yes. out of touch with Pokemon. I didn't finish X. Um, from reviews I've read, from gameplay I've seen, this Pokemon game interests me greatly because it has things that speak to me as someone who <clears throat> hasn't been invested in Pokemon its entire life. Like, there's... Um, after you fight... So, like, say you fight a Meowth. Like, the first time you fight a Meowth, it's whatever. It's how you fight it. Just normal, yeah. But the second time you fight a Meowth, it will tell you which one of your moves are, like, effective, super effective, not effective. I don't like that. To me, that's helpful because I cannot remember that chart, man. Uh, I see, can't. That it's sucks. Just... I, I didn't know that. See, Well, that's in there. Is... But listen, I've also heard this is the hardest Pokemon game. Good. That's I've the heard... one thing that I've and been what I've watched, about. what I've watched, it's pretty difficult. The... Wild Pokemon can, like, call in help. Trainers that you meet out just, like, on the routes mm-hmm. will use full heals. Like, they make you work, and they make you good. build teams good, with good, types good, and good, stuff. Good. So even though those tools are there to help you, like, people like me with what's effective and what's not, it also apparently is pretty tough. And, like, once you can't just rely on one Pokemon, you have to build your team. And, like, 
apparently exp share is there from the beginning so you don't have to grind your teams individual like each pokemon individually see i miss that grind that is the one thing i do miss from old pokemon i miss getting to the elite four realizing i was vastly underpowered and then having to go and train in the to me, uh, that's victory like, road victory road cave to like, me that's so helpful i've i read a tweet somewhere saying it's you know it's just a time saver you were going to do that grind anyway you were going to grind all those pokemon but now it's just saving you time true but i feel like See, it, this i game mean i, I, I want to say i want to say to me i want to say that you would almost get more close to your pokemon in the old games because you would have to train them one at a time almost and i mean that sounds like i mean i get that it's a video game and it's not really like you have a connection with the pokemon but it was like okay cool now i'm gonna train this one cool now i'm gonna train this one it was like you gave them each like their fair due time and then once you actually got into a battle like you were so familiar with all of them and you could use them all. The one thing I've disliked about ESP, EXP share going to all of the Pokemon is that you can almost just use your strongest one and just continue wiping out everybody and then everybody receives reaps the benefits of it. I'm still iffy on EXP share. Um, if it is harder though, that is the that is amazing. Heard, that is like the Kotaku, one. Read Kotaka's review. They talked about how difficult the game was. That's the one consistent complaint I've had probably the past two, three, four years with Pokemon. It has become mm-hmm. stupid simple. It is not like that was my biggest complaint with X and Y was that it was almost not even fun to me because it was such a cakewalk. Like you could, you didn't have to try. It was just so freaking easy. And the EXP share was. I feel like kind of a direct link to that. Um, you could like manually make the game hard by not using EXP share and stuff like that, but you could tell that X and Y was built around the fact that you were going to use it, and I didn't like that. Like I wasn't a fan of that. And like like I said, in the old games, you would get to the Elite Four or whatever, and they would be so much higher higher, higher level than you with their Pokemon. And X and Y, you, I got to the Elite Four at least, and I was like five or six levels higher than every one of their Pokemon, including the champion. And I was like, why am I so much stronger than these people? This is supposed to be like the toughest fights in the game. And I I went through like the entire Elite Four. I don't think I uh, – maybe like two or three Pokemon died. And that was like my first time trying it too. So it was it's just become too easy, and I, f- I felt like they're trying to make it too much kid-centric. But at the same time, back when I used to play, and when I was a kid, I liked that it was hard because it taught me more about the game, and I would keep, I would keep coming back because it was hard. And then when I eventually beat something, that felt so much better because I would beat it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I will have to sp- speak more on it later. Um, we'll probably talk about it again next week, assuming I continue to play more and more of it. But uh, yeah, not a fan of the Gen Seven decks, though. Really not. The forms are. F- they're fine, I guess, whatever, like, but I feel like the, because they had all those variant forms, it directly impacted the number of actual new Pokemon that they put in the game, and that's what sucks. The other thing I want to point out that I'm disappointed with is there's almost, not, not no, not none of them, but, uh, there is a massive lack of Pokemon with multiple of all forms in this Gen 7 decks. A ton of the I've new Pokemon I... are just single single forms. They don't evolve at all. They don't do anything. It is just, that's the new Pokemon, and that's it. And there's a lot of cool Pokemon that are like that, but I've always liked the ones that evolve once or what twice. I've, from what I've seen, and obviously I haven't dug into this as deep as you. I'm not looking through the Pokedex. But what I saw from my friend Landon playing and what I've seen in videos and stuff, 
I see Pokemon with multiple evolutions. But again, I'm not I'm not digging into it like you are. So I, I believe what you're saying. I can I can send you a link to the decks on Serebii.com just so you can look through the new ones. And again, don't get me wrong, there is a decent amount of them that do evolve. But more than ever before, I feel like there is just static Pokemon where here's the Pokemon, that's it. And I haven't seen that really ever. I haven't seen that many uh, single, whatever you want to call it, like just solo Pokemon that don't evolve. I've never seen this many in a single generation before. And again, it's not necessarily like a negative, but I've always really kind of gravitated towards the Pokemon that evolve and start off like... It's something stupid and small, and then the next thing you know, oh, crap, it's a freaking dragon. Like a Dratini, it starts off with like a stupid sea worm, and then it's a fat dragon that's flying around everywhere. Like, I, I like that stuff. I think that stuff is cool. Um, and there just seems to be a lack of it this time around. So we'll see. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I'm, I want to try to play it a little bit today if I can. So we'll see. We'll get into From it. From what I've heard, it's a winner. It's something I might pick up down the line. That's good. Um, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into news is and something I think we touched on briefly last week that we wanted to talk about kind of, but we just never did, was um Batman episode three, Telltale series. Um Yeah, you hadn't played it at the time, but you played it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um so I played it yesterday, wrote my review up promptly. It's on PlayStationInsider.com if you want to go check it out right now. Um not digging the series, Max. Not totally into this. It's not bad, but it's not great. It's okay. And and that's that sucks. Like you don't want you don't want Batman mired in mediocrity, and that's the thing that I think is disappointing. Is that they had so many opportunities with this with this property to make this story just fantastic, and I feel like it is kind of floundering at this point. And there's no consistency. The main thing I point out in my review is that I think the focus of the narrative has just kind of lost itself and there are some very odd plot decisions. Like, did you agree with some of the things I said in there? And and, and this is the this is the problem I've been having too and the things I've been trying to double check before I publish these reviews is that the things I'm complaining about aren't just specific to my playthrough and maybe they are touched on in other playthroughs of the game but I haven't seen that because I made a certain decision here or there or something like that. Um, yeah, like, one thing you pointed out was, like, you, um, you felt Batman or Bruce didn't go after Penguin or Oswald Mm -hmm. very hard. You can, you can go after him. How? How does that, at what point does that play in? You, there's two points. When he's first in the office, you can, like, Mm -hmm. call him out, and you can be like, he is evil. Yes, and I did. And And I did that, and I did that. And I, yes, and I did yeah. that at, there's that scene, and then there's the one at the Indian, and, the press conference. Which you can, press conference, you can speak out against it. And and while I get that, and yes, that is, those are two instances where you can do that, they're both as Bruce. Now, wouldn't you think, you're freaking Batman, the mayor of Gotham was just killed by a masked, a masked villain, you happen to know who that guy is, because you know it's Cobblepot, Right. You're doing nothing about it. I feel How like does that what make he's any sense? I, I'm with you. I just I feel like what he's doing is going after the root of the problem, which would be the leader of the organization. Um which is again where it's kind of like confusing to me. I touched on the villains too. It seems like there's almost been like a villain of the episode. It's almost like it's point. almost like a Spider-Man 3 problem. Yeah, there's too much going on. Like episode 1 it was like, "Oh man, Carmine Falcone is the bad guy." And when we've got 
penguin lurking. The second episode, it was like, penguin's the bad guy, and we've got the children of Arkham leader lurking. Third episode, it's like, the children of Arkham leader is the bad guy, and we've got Two-Face potentially lurking. And then fourth episode, we now know the Joker. Joker's in it, and we don't know what his role's going to play. But it's like, there's no driving focus on any of these villains specifically. Penguin's kind of been the consistent one every episode, but even he, him, like this episode, like, like... I just think the role he has started to play is odd. And again, I don't understand why Bruce Odds as Batman wild. isn't like going after him. What do you mean? Oswald? Oddswald. You said it was odd. He was odd. Oddswald. Oddswald. Yeah. It's a very poor pun. The, uh, it's, I think the strength of this series is in Bruce's story. And after episode three, particularly Harvey's story. Yeah. Um I no, do I think those I do agree those those characters are very fleshed out. Uh-huh. Um I'm the very one... curious when episode 5 comes in December and we see this series end the whole arc cuz you're That's right. The thing. I'm it, kind there's of a lot of stuff and... going on right now and it's n- not a lot of it is tied very well together and I'm curious how they're going to tie it together. I want to say all. I want to say this too so spoilers coming up for the game but i do want to touch on something so if you are if you're going to play the game for yourself or you don't want to hear this or whatever skip ahead for like a minute or 90 seconds something like that i'll give you a second okay i don't understand what they're doing with the children of arkham leader lady arkham now with vicky vale that is the stupidest thing to me that is the equivalent i think it's an out of left field thing that was meant to shock you but if they can flesh her if they can flesh her motive out i'm totally cool with it and i kind of touched on if it's just it's vicky bale because she's you never would have guessed her that's what i hate is i feel like it's just all centered around shock value there is no logical sense and again i'm sure they will flesh it out in episode yeah i hope they they will but at the moment it doesn't make any sense, and I and I and I touched on it in the review. Maybe I just can't appreciate it because I'm a person. You're who so reads a, in the I'm, comics. I'm a, I'm a person who reads a lot of the comics, and I know these characters. And seeing Vicky Vale, who is just she's well known in Batman canon, but she's kind of just a side character who never has much involvement in anything. All of a sudden, r- rising up to the level of like crime lord in this series is super jarring to me and i don't understand why they're doing it again i'm sure they'll flesh it out whether it makes much sense we'll find out um oh we'll see but I, and then, Tuesday, and I, so. I also didn't touch on it in the review because obviously when Spoilers. i was when i was explaining when i was raining to you about it in text message like obviously it comes back around to where it oh this makes sense but the scene where she's like i won't give up my source even though she is technically the leader like i get it but that was such a dumb scene still, <laughs> like even looking back at it, like, I don't know. And again, I get why they did it now that she is revealed to be that person, but it was, I don't know. I, I just think it's, I just think it's dumb. I, I Journalism, ethics, Logan, I principles. Do, I do agree. The characterization's well. Bruce has become pretty well fleshed out. I like at the same time too, that he has also started throwing his dad under the bus because I figured for most of the series, he'd be like, Oh, my dad didn't do that. My dad didn't do that. I like now like three episodes in, he's like, Nope, my dad totally did that. My dad was a doucher. And well, I, 
part of me thinks <clears throat> that all of that was faked. All of the parent stuff was faked and his parents weren't bad. And that's going to be like a reveal later on. I feel like that'd be... To save the family I feel like name. that'd be right... I feel like that'd be bad writing too. Oh, it would um, be. It would be Because atrocious. that's been like the one... That's been like the one big thing. Well, they just not hammer necessarily into the you. one. Yeah, that's been the one thing they've been focusing on since oh. the end of episode one. Even Vicky Vale, when you meet up with her in the park as Batman, you're like, I need to find the children of Arkham Leader. And she's like, oh, but what about Bruce? It's like that whole scene's dumb. And again, I get it now because she is the leader that you're looking for. So, of course, she's trying to deflect it and stuff like that. But at the time, that was the dumbest scene I've ever seen yeah. in a game ever. In Telltale, it's, games, it's, it's a, it's it was a, it's, really stupid. It was you know, really stupid. And speaking of Telltale, we have a week left in November for Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't think that's coming. I really don't. I think that's pushed to 2017. Uh, no, nope, I think I that'd think, be better. Honestly. Oh, I think it would be too because they would actually use their new engine. But I, <laughs> I would if I was a betting man, I'd say it comes out the last two, like the last Tuesday of November. Like they're going to get with they, Final Fantasy. Yeah, I think they. I think they put out. Um, that's why they put Batman out a week ahead of time. Because normally they do the last Tuesday. They could do it. Um, oh, they we absolutely have to, could. We would have Batman to definitely will... find out within the next three days because oh, Batman Thursday, will come and, out. Thursday and Friday, will, there is going to be probably no news because it would be holidays and everybody's going to be uh, Bat. I think Batman's going to come out, and then quickly afterward we're going to get the uh, – teaser for walking dead or the announcement that it's not coming out in november yeah, one of the two I mean, it's got to be it we'll hear something about it within the next 72 hours probably for sure um i yeah i kind of just hope it's pushed to 2017 because my focus right now is on batman and i don't not that like i'm gonna get like oh i is clem and gotham i forget uh it's not like i'm gonna get the plots mixed up or anything like that but eh, i don't know one telltale game at a time for me um so, They've yeah, done I, two I, at a time before. I continue saying, though, like I said in my review, um, I hope they turn Batman around. I do. I mean, I'm going to continue hoping that they turn around until we get to the end of the fifth episode. But right now, I just think it is. It's kind of lackluster. It's kind of not turned out like I want. But you're right. I think Selena, Harvey, and Bruce, their characters growing and seeing them change has been great. Harvey especially. You're right. I agree with you. Even if... You said you liked Harvey's plot a lot if he doesn't get disfigured and get scarred and stuff like that. I think it's just as good. I think it would be just as good either way because I like the fact that, like, you see, like, in The Dark Knight or something like that, when he gets his face jacked up, he immediately transforms and, oh, I'm, now I'm evil. He's kind of not Take really done that. Plan and I turn it on itself. Yes. He's kind of not – he's not really done that. Like, he hasn't, like, oh, I'm disfigured, now I'm evil. It's like – it's a very slow burn you're seeing him go through, and it's more the medicine, the the drug that they injected him with that jacked up previous issues, like brought previous issues to life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's cool. kind of emphasizing those. Um, so that's cool. I do I I do think Harvey's well become well established. Whether they turn him full Two Face, we'll find out. Um, you would imagine they probably will at some point. And that's kind of what sucks, too, is because, like I mentioned with the villains, it's been, like, villain of the episode up until this point. And I feel like like Batman will kill Harvey to save his friend. I feel like Two-Face is lurking, so he's going to come into play at some point, and just, I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. There's probably going to be a gang war between Penguin and him, honestly. 
except Two Faces gang will be GCPD or something because he's the mayor. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you want to you dive into that? News? We will get into the news now because we've been talking for a while, but that's fine because the news isn't too hefty this week. Um, mm, it's like three or four stories. We'll start with Super Mario Run. That got a release Ooh. date for December fifteenth. Fifteenth. Okay, I didn't even bother to look at it. You can um, download it on the App Store for free, and then uh, a w- you can demo kind of each of the three different modes. And then uh, to unlock the full game, it is a one-time purchase of nine ninety-nine, which is great. I, like I think it's the perfect price point. I think you're getting. You know the the app store is just filled with schlock. It's just it's muddy and gross, and everything's free and crappy and ads and everything. This is a full fledged Mario game from Nintendo on your phone for the first time ever. Mario is huge. It's like putting Mickey Mouse on stuff. You know Mario draws people in, and I think ten bucks for an app that is a full Mario game with these three rich modes is perfect. One-time purchase, and the fact that you get to demo it before you even purchase it—that's nice. Like normally, yeah, normally apps are behind that paywall of like if it's a paid app, you have to pay for it first. Mm-hmm. And now but people will be able to decide if they want it or not. And I have no doubt that this game will be great to play. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, hopefully, um, the gameplay is well done. Uh, looks, it looks great. So yeah, so that's it. Sorry, I got a message. Um, let's continue talking be... about Nintendo, though. Let's switch to the Switch. Switch um, to the Switch. So I've got, actually got a list up here. We are starting to hear leaks and rumors from those insider Ooh, all sources sorts that of we good stuff. spent talking time about last week, um, and we now have some slight insight into what is Launch supposed games. to be. Launch games as well as games that will be coming out within the first probably year. Three, three to six months or a year of the console. Um, so I've got a list up here, and I'm going to shoot those at you according to – I think this is Laura K. Buzz, and she works with uh, – what's his name? Jimquisition, dude. Mm-hmm. What is his name? Jim Sterling. Jim Sterling. She works, she works with him on his podcast and stuff, and she writes – I forget what website she writes for. Um but she has a list up here that she has confirmed with various sources about which games will be coming out. And right now she has it as the 3D Mario game that we saw in the reveal trailer will be a launch game. Um, launch. I'm just going to go step by step here and then we'll come back and talk about which ones we okay. are excited for or whatever. Just Dance 2017, which, yeah, that's not obvious. a surprise. The Joy-Cons will be motion motion detectors, so that makes sense. Skyrim, which she says will still be coming, a port of Splatoon, which could also possibly be a pack-in game. Um, and then she has Mario Rabbids RPG, which is interesting. Either she has nothing else written besides that, but I don't know how that would work. Maybe we can talk about that in a second. Um, so those would all be potential day one games. Uh, within the first six months of the console, we would see a Smash Bros. port with Bayonetta and Cloud Amiibo coming the same day. She said she has not heard about anything related to Core and Amiibo yet. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, which we, we have heard more and more recently, it was not going to be a launch title, which I'm actually okay with because there's way too much else coming out that month. So yeah, 
uh, that, that's fine with me. I can wait till that'll be a good summer game. You imagine it'll hit around summer, and that's totally It'd fine. It'd be perfect me. for the summer. Uh, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy, which will be very near launch day, uh, they'll want it to come out leading up to the movie, which is out, I think, May 5th. So that would make uh, sense leading up to no, the launch of the movie. It's June. Pretty sure it's May. Saw a poster last no, night at the movie theater. It's, it's June. Because Spider Man's July. I thought they were back to back. You can look. I will. Keep going. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Darn it. It is May. Yeah, May I saw 5th. I a poster last night when I went to go see Hacksaw Ridge, which is an incredible movie that you should go see. Um, Darn it. Breath of the Wild, so Guardians. Uh, Mario Kart 8 port, which would be getting some minor additions, which I think we may have seen a little bit of in the... New characters, reveal new trailer. maps. Possible double items. sort of double items, like Double Dash. Heard, I've heard there's a full-fledged battle mode. <clears throat> yeah, which would be nice, because that was one of the big complaints with the original launch of 8. Uh, Xenoblade X port, hooray for that. Mario Maker port, not a surprise. We've talked time and time again about how that game can't be trapped on the Wii U. Uh, also, coming in 2017, so yeah, next year. We slated for summer, but may have slipped to autumn, she says. Um, which we started hearing rumors about this week would be Pokemon Stars, which would mm-hmm. be the third game the with Pokemon to Sun a yellow or crystal. Yeah, or platinum, something like that. Um, would actually be coming to a home console, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But it sounds like – we've heard a lot of buzz about that this week from multiple people. So it seems like that's going to be a thing, which is really interesting. Pokemon on home console for once. Uh, the Sonic game coming out next year, I think, was Sonic Generations 2, maybe? Whatever they haven't that given that official title, but yeah. It's something something like that. It seems like Generations, at least. It looks like Gen 2, yeah. <clears throat> Pikmin 4, which is not called Pikmin 4, but it's probably going to be a reboot, she says, coming in fall. And then in 2018, Beyond Good and Evil, which not, don't cross your fingers for that one. Until we hear confirmation, never cross your but, fingers for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Hey, Game Awards are coming up. And she, oh, great... here's the other thing. She says it would be a Switch exclusive. So, so Hot dog. That Can we just... Obviously, I've never played Beyond Good and Evil. I have All I know is Beyond Good and Evil 2, people are, like, freaking out and hoping it's real. Can you imagine just she says if it a would game be a re- like... She says it would be, a like, a semi-reboot. But could you just imagine that? It'd be interesting. Do you it's think... It's been rumored for, like, ten years. I mean, so. Yeah, it's up, there with, it's up there with Last Guardian, Final Fantasy XV. Like, these, it's these long, digested games. You know, speaking, though, kind of, it got me thinking... The game awards are coming up, and maybe yes. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be there. That's awesome. I keep I know. That I'm gonna switch my I'm gonna switch my topic. I'm gonna switch my topic later. It's gonna be about the game awards. Oh dang! Oh yeah, dang. on the fly changing. I so I we um, we'll get into it later. But yeah, I keep reading about it like game awards, game awards, game awards, and then it, every time I do, I'm like, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, That's you're gonna be there. Really game cool. Awards, That's really cool. Um. So, yeah, what do you think about this list? Um, how do you feel um, about it? Honestly, sounds kind of weak awesome? to me. No, you've got to be kidding me. I don't, this is the strongest first-party lineup Nintendo's no, ever had. No. There's for the first like year? Four of, like four of them are ports. And that's I'm sorry, the but how many people didn't get a Wii U? That's not the point. I mean, we did. No one has played you and these I games. Did. But no you one's played these games. That's you and I have. So that, there's that. Well, I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. Be... It's not bad. But look, we've got Splatoon. We've got Just Dance Mario 2017, Kart. which is out right now. 
we've got Smash Bros, we've got Mario Kart 8, we've got Xenoblade, we've got Mario Maker. So there is, plus, Pokemon game... Stars, which will be kind of different, but most of these are games that are already kind of out. Look, I'm excited for the Switch. I am. But this is the craziest This is a lot of port. This is a lot of port. It's a lot of fluff. It's a lot of fluff to make you think they have a lot of games out. I'm sorry, but the... The, remember when the PS4 came out, a bunch of 360 people jumped ship, and they, were, they got to play games like The Last of Us. That's why Last of Us Remastered came out. Yeah. This is the same situation. People did not buy the Wii U. No, I understand why they're doing it. But this I'm saying for people lineup. like you and I who have played these games. But then you're getting games like Mario Kart that are going to have new modes and new tracks, which are enticing things for us. Smash Brothers very bucks. easily could have new characters. Um... We'll see. Oh, I'd like to. I'd it. like to. I'd like to keep my fingers crossed. It sounded like Sakurai was done once he shipped Corn uh, and Bayonetta and Cloud. So maybe Mario they, Maker could easily add new skins. There are new things for people like us. Enough to you, enough to drop sixty bucks though. Is the thing? Absolutely. I, I will absolutely. absolutely be, so double I, items battle mode would be enough for you to drop double $60 items battle mode. Mario new Kart. characters and new tracks. Mario Kart. Absolutely. And what's the point of having a Wii U? Do you just sell all your games in the system for the Switch? If we're no, because there are ports, games on the Wii U that won't be most notably the, the Zelda HD remasters. But yeah. Again. So yeah, and that, I mean, that's, know, that, that's who the knows, thing. Who knows if the GameCube adapter is going to work with it? That's what's going to suck. That so is suck. I mean, I imagine it would because it does have USB ports. Like it's an, hopefully, it, it, hopefully. it can't be Fingers hard crossed. for them. Fingers it can't crossed. be hard for them for Smash <laughs> Game Brothers Cube to put controllers, that in there. GameCube controllers being used like three or four generations after the GameCube is. Can you think really about it? It's, yeah, it's kind of the longevity of the GameCube controller. I imagine it would be there for Smash. I feel like they that was a big concern for Smash Wii U, and they answered that call. And I feel like they wouldn't drop the ball here. Again, but anyway, I, d- I don't deny that. But the you're also getting solid. But it you're also solid. getting it's Zelda. You're getting Mario. You're getting. Rayman, There's rumors of a Rayman. Mario There's a Rabbids, Rabbids RPG? RPG. What the heck is that? That's interesting to me. That's... You know, that's there. You've got Pikmin 4. You've got... Um... Again, though, most of the games on this list, Just Dance, out. Skyrim, out. Splatoon, out. Uh, Mario Kart, out. Xenoblade, out. Mario Maker, out. Pokemon Stars, variation of Sun and Moon, which just came out. With like... HD skins and new content. I'm Again, I I'm think it's a fine lineup. A better it's than their most best, other. Med, it is way their better, best way better first than the party Wii. lineup. I don't think so. Find a lineup ever, that's been better. Ever first year of content for a system. GameCube wasn't bad. They had we'll, we'll Luigi's Mansion. They had Luigi's Mansion. They had, which was great. Uh, uh, Sunshine. I feel like Smash may have also been in the first year of the GameCube. Melee. GameCube wasn't bad. I'm telling you. No, GameCube's great. I'm just saying this is their best first-party lineup year launch. Uh, I I don't know. Look it up. I'm telling you. I think the GameCube may have had a solid solid first year. Uh, but yeah, I I again, ports are fine. Ports are totally fine. I I've been playing the Batman Arkham games again, so I have nothing wrong with ports. But it is apparent that it's mainly fluff to fill gaps between when the console launches and. 2018 when hopefully we get metroid and i don't know f-zero launch launch games so launch day games in north america all-star baseball 2002 batman vengeance crazy taxi uh dave marrera freestyle bmx 
Tarzan Untamed, Luigi's Mansion, Madden 2002, NHL 2002, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, Super game. Monkey Ball, Tony Hawk First Day 3, game. and Wave Race. Now, look at the first year. I'm. I, this is just Wikipedia. I, you know, I've. They did launch. I can try to find. I googled first year, but I'm only getting those. Um, maybe the list of GameCube games. Yes. Is it an alphabetical yeah. order? You can it put is. it in order of. You can't uh, put it in order of release. At least on Wikipedia. Yeah, you can for me. So. Okay, so the system came out on the... Okay, Pikmin was a launch first-year game. Um, Super Smash Bros. Melee was a launch game. Um, Animal Crossing was a launch game. Mm -hmm. First first year, I'll specify. NBA Street. Um, Let me see here. Uh, Resident Evil, I think a remake came to... Let me see. Make sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. Um, yeah. So you've got Luigi's Mansion first years. Luigi's Mansion, Super Monkey Ball, Wave Race, Pikmin, FIFA. You want just first party? No, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Um, Crazy. All the Mar- stuff I Super just Mario, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. I'm just I'm just touching on the first party ones. So they had Luigi's Mansion, Smash Bros, Super Mario Sunshine, the Resident Evil remake, Eternal Darkness. Um, I mean, they had a bunch of really good games, that, like Animal Crossing, which by the end of the life cycle of the system itself were, like, considered the best games. And, uh, you know, there's rumored to be an Animal Crossing for Switch in yes. the launch year. I'm telling you, man. I know we haven't seen the full lineup, and I know this is just a peak, but I'm telling I mean, I, I just want to say for you to, for you to say this is Mario the Kart, Mario best. Kart 8 is Mario Kart, the best Mario, Mario Kart, Kart game. Mario in, Party 4 was also... Mario Party 4 and 5 are good. Time Splitters 2. Um, so, yeah, just... I think the Switch has the strongest lineup Nintendo's ever done any. I think you're uh, high. I think no. you're out of your freaking mind. No, it's Again, best, those bro. are all ports. I just listed the GameCube, which is, I think, vastly better, honestly. Because they're all games that hadn't been out before. Again, totally fine with ports. I have nothing against ports. But we have played... How many of those games on this list? Like two thirds of them already. So, I think the new content is arguably what is you're... worth it. I think I don't think battle mode is worth sixty dollars to me. Sorry, but it's not just battle mode. It's the new characters and the tracks and the oh, double I items. I don't think that's worth. I don't modes. think that's worth sixty dollars to me. I don't. I think for the best Mario Kart game, yeah, I think it's worth it. And Smash Bros. doesn't sound like you, I know you're new. thinking about you and me, but there are hundreds of thousands of people that have not again, played these games. Again, though, that's hundreds like, of thousands of people that have not played the best Mario Kart out. That's there. fine, and I'm glad they'll get a chance to. But that is for worth you it. and I. I'm it's just smart. Saying, it is a I great didn't say business I didn't move. say it's not smart. I didn't say it's I'm, I'm against it. I'm just saying I don't think it's the best. For sure, I, I do think it is. I think again, they're bringing their they are bringing their heavy hitters up front. I mean, if you say so. I mean, again, these are heavy is, hitters. These are all games we have played for a while now. Like Mario Kart has been out for two years, so you're getting close to a year and a half, I guess. So same it's with Smash it. has been out a while. So 
again, these are all good games. I'm not denying that either. Like, it's a fine lineup. But it is it, it is stuff. They, it is just bridging a gap. And that's all it is. It is. For. And so. it's good. It's smart. <clears throat> if you say so, Max will never be negative about Nintendo. I'm negative about it, but I'm telling you, this is a great lineup. They are bringing, they're bringing their top franchises within the first year. I still don't see how you can say it's better than the GameCube, though. I really don't. Melee, it's... Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion. I've never played Sunshine. You ne- but you have, What the heck? I, I actually just did get it, though, for the first time ever. Um, also, oh so gosh. just the three games you just mentioned, though, we get a 3D Mario with this and the Smash Brothers. Pre-port. Talking completely new here. Talking completely new. Wipe away the ports. All right, they're gone. What does this system have that's new? Mario, Pikmin, Zelda. Um, there was a Pikmin that on the Mario. Pikmin yeah, 1 came out like two weeks I, after. I know. You asked what was new, though. I'm telling you. Pikmin 4 is not new? I didn't say that. I was just again. Okay. It's a game All right. Game. I was like, are we now just getting rid of sequels, too? Mm-mm. There's um, that Mario Rabbids thing that I talked about. This kind what the of funky heck is weird, that, though. Seriously, no idea. What is that? There's potential for the Animal Crossing game. There's also um, big rumors about Retro's game, whatever they've been working away on, slaving away on. We'll find out. Metroid can come in. Metroid, for the love of God, please be on the Switch. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'd like to see a sequel to Federation Force. Honestly, that's what I'm looking forward to. <sighs> I wouldn't mind Metroid Prime Pinball, too. Metroid Prime Pinball. I'd like to see Sonic Spinball make a return. Again, it, again, I don't think it's, it's a bad ki- list at all. It's not. It's killer. And again, you're right. It's fine for the people who haven't played it. But I'm wondering... So here's here's the only question I will have. And I think the answer is probably yes. But for the people who are hardcore Nintendo fans, for the people who did invest in the wii u all 10 to 12 million of us however many there are are they is this enticing to them to go out and buy a switch within the it first is enticing year? to me that new mario game is enticing but we were sold we were sold weeks ago just the yeah with just the launch with just but it, it is enticing trailer. i i deeply care about mario kart and the ability to play it on the new system with all these new features <clears throat> is enticing to me if there are new characters in smash brothers that's enticing to me. The, the fact alone that you can people can now get Smash Brothers with all the DLC, regardless if there's new characters I, I or agree. not. I would buy Smash. I would buy Smash. That is the one port on this. Like system. those are those are enticing to me. Those are enticing details, and the fact that there's a new Mario, and the fact that Breath of the Wild will come eventually to it. Yeah, but we you could get that on Wii U as well. So that so that's my only thing is is this, and I know you're focused on the people who didn't buy the wii u but which is we aren't we aren't at the same time we aren't certain if the switch is going to bring in people who skip the wii u i think people are talking about it it's their most viewed youtube video within under 24 hours well that's just that's just kind of the age we live in now though at the same time like you remember when the history of dance guy was the most viewed video on youtube and now like five years later it's like stupid Gangnam Style or something by Katy Perry. Like, I don't know. Like, th- those numbers are always going to continue going up, the views and things like that, because more people have access to the internet and more people are plugged in. Um, 
I just wonder I people are talking the, the about people, the Switch. The man, people, I hear people, the people in who invested, stores. the people who invested in the Wii U, though, I'm wondering if this is to them enticing to go out and pick it up. I think if people bought the Wii U, there are their diehard Nintendo fans are going to get a Switch. They know about the Switch. Possibly they may feel burned from it because I didn't like the Wii U. So if you bought a Wii U and didn't like it, and then you're like, well, the Switch is coming out. I'm kind of interested in it. What are the games? These are all games I already bought. Yeah, they have this one little But then you're also going to yeah, see... Yeah, they have yeah. this one new little thing. But you got to remember you're also investing potentially 250 to $300 in the system. And then... Did we talk about the rumor? Did we talk about the price leak last week? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we okay. touched on it at the very end, I think. Yeah, because it's like two, 250 for that. Potentially bundles costing more and stuff, but... I don't know. If you I, get people, I, I get if you it's... if you get people to go, here's the Switch, here's the brand new 3D Mario that's a ton like 64 Galaxy, which you people love. I think that brings people into the fold, man. We'll see. And if they I mean... can continue, if if they can just say we've got a Mario Kart game coming out here, and also you got to think these ports, in the grand scheme of game production, are easier to make than a new game, right? Yeah. I'm not so denying it, that it's a good move oh, for them probably so business-wise. This also gives them time to make that Mario Kart 9, to make that Smash Brothers Switch edition. I think there's like just an, too many of them is my only complaint, but, like, concern. I feel like, like it's about Xenoblade, down the middle. Like, Xenoblade X, like... It's apparently a very good game. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I just think too much of the first launch year sounds like it's going to be ports. And again, this is like... It sounds fi- like about... This is like... 12 or 15 games that are just rumored. I'm sure we will boom, find out boom, more extensive boom, boom. list uh, here soon. EA this past week has said they've got some big titles coming to the Switch as well, which could that be Mass Effect? I don't know. We talked about that last week. Could um, see. So they've got some things in the work as well. We will have third-party stuff. But as far as first-party goes, I mean, if you get if you get, if if we get Zelda and Mario, yeah, I'm happy. I'm fine with that. But I'm just wondering how the ports will do and because it's obvious they are trying to again fill a gap they are trying to bring people in by saying hey, you they're... never played these games but um how piss how piss poor does that look on nintendo's part though that the, i don't you, think the wii u failed so badly that they're like okay we can't have these games just be trapped on this console we got to bring over like what are the five best games on well it's we also but it's over. it worked for sony they're like hey the last of us game of the won the most Game of the Year awards ever up to that point. I get it. Is on our PS4. You All you 360 owners, you come over here. I get it. I get it. It's the same exact business strategy. It's not reflecting how poor on the sales of the Wii U. It's I think reflecting it's, on the I quality think it's really of these games. reflecting on the, how poor the Wii U was. Because you just said it yourself, though. How many people haven't played these games? So that, The PS3 was a great system. It doesn't reflect poorly on the PS3 that they brought Last of Us over to the PS4. But that's one game. One port makes sense. Nintendo's bringing like six. But you, there's also the Uncharted 4. Like I'm just going to that example because that was relevant at the time. There were a bunch of games that were coming over. Last of Us is the only one I can think of. I know they had the Uncharted collection as well. That's the only like... Like it's not like they brought Infamous over as well. It's not like they brought over the Resistance games. Like... Last of Us is about the only one I can think of, and the reason they did that was obvious, and it was because the game came out the same year that the new consoles came out. So that I made think, that almost. I think made it's reflecting sense. more on the quality of the games than the the poor for poor performance sales wise of the <clears throat> Wii U. I don't know. I really think it's the. I, I 
I think it's the number I think, of games I that think are being it's more I think it's more reflective on how poor the Wii U did when you see games like Woolly World come to the 3DS. That's bad. Yeah, kind of. That's part that's, of it as well. That, I think it, I think me, it, that it indicates all. how bad it is. I think I it's think, I think it's a combination of all of them, honestly. Mm. When you see those coming to 3DS, when you see them going to Switch, whatever. When you see Nintendo trying to again bring the 5 to 10 best games that were on the Wii U which sold horribly, they're obviously aware that the games were good. You're right. These are quality games. We should get these into more people's hands. Yes. But at the same time, like I think oh, it's wow, a super smart sucked. business move. It's like we're going to we're able to say in a commercial on a billboard, there's a Mario Kart game on Switch. There's a Smash, whether it's new or old, you know, they're able to say it. And to the public consumer, to the average consumer, mom who's in the shop looks and sees Mario Kart, Smash Brothers all on this this new game system, that draws them in. These are names that people recognize. Yeah, I get it. I, I do. I think it's super smart business. They're crushing it. Bring on January. I was thinking about that today, man. I was like, man, we're only we're about a you month need to and a half you away. Need to, you need to temper your expectations. They're crushing it. They're going you know, to have to put. They're going to have to string together like two to three years to really pull up out of this just nosedive they have been in because of. But the it's TV. a strong. It's in theory a strong start, and we'll I think see, the January again, reveal, on paper maybe, but we will see how many of those titles sell. Because, I don't know, like, again, the people that they are expecting to be there day one to for sure purchase the machine are probably some of the couple million people who purchased the Wii U. So they're expecting those people specifically, okay, if this doesn't go gangbusters and blows up like the Wii did, we know this audience who was with us with the Wii U will hopefully come over. And if they, and if that audience does come over, but they maybe don't, buy all the ports or something like that. Well, no, I had enough Mario Maker. No, I don't need that anymore. Like these games, no, I don't need these games that I've been playing for two or three years already. I, I don't need it again. So I think it could be smart. We'll see. The sales numbers, I mean, will tell us when it happens, but uh it's gonna be great. I don't know. It's it's I I don't think it's super smart. I think it makes sense, but we'll see how it does once all In of practice. 20, once all of twenty seventeen actually plays out. So it's gonna be it, it could it could go either way. New Mario is going to be amazing. Hopefully, I'm really I'm really hoping it is. You haven't I, played Sunshine. What the heck is wrong with you? I, I hear think, Sunshine's the worst anyway. I think it is. I've heard really it's the close worst. to Galaxy. I I think it's a, I think it's phenomenal. I, really I have do. it now. I I recently I don't even remember. I'm how, wondering oh, how I remember aged. how I got it. Hmm? I'm I'm really wondering how it's aged. I hope. Well, I mean, my game keeps hooked up to my TV. I've been playing Paper Mario, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'd be curious. I'd be curious I've to go back to it, it. but I, I I think Sunshine gets a horrible rap, and I don't understand why. I I've think never it played is it, so I can't every speak to bit it. as good as Galaxy in a lot of ways. I think Gal- Galaxy One and Two are better. Rose rose tinted glasses, possibly. In fact, I would go as far to say I think Sunshine, and again, I haven't played the entirety of it but just comparing what i have played i prefer it to 64 honestly and now 64 probably is definitely not aged as well i know i think 64 has aged incredibly well yes but i think it's pure i think 64 is it reminds me of super mario brothers 3 and it's purity yeah i don't know 
I, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's a bad game in 2016 by any means, but I don't know. I don't know. Again, I haven't. I haven't even played all of it. Oh. I, I will just say I had more fun with Sunshine than I did 64 as a kid playing both of them. So I haven't played either of those games in probably 10 years. So I don't know. Maybe, but Sunshine's great. <sighs> Sunshine's great. Don't let the overall no, critics. I, I, I have it now. I just have to. I, I bet even if it is the worst of those four that Mario mean it's games. It's bad. It just means even it's... if it's the worst of those four Mario games, it is still probably like Uncharted. A Uncharted solid one nine, is the is the worst Uncharted game. Doesn't mean it's a bad game. Uncharted Four didn't age as well when I went back to it. Uncharted Four is rough, man. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's it got great. it's enemy closet after enemy closet. Yep. It's a gun gun shootout gun shootout. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a struggle for me to get through last year when I went back. Just because Uncharted Two is the worst out of two, three, and four doesn't mean it's a bad game. Except it's the best. Um, let's finish up our news this week with our probably biggest story, but I'm totally okay with sad, it. Sad, sad story. Not I'm not really okay sad. with it. I even titled the episode Persona 5 getting delayed is a good thing because I think it is. So Persona 5 I'm got delayed to it. April 4th, which is now – so it was scheduled for Valentine's 4th. Day 2017, so February 14th. It is now delayed about probably six weeks or so. Um, totally fine with it. Totally okay with it now that I think about it a little bit You're more. okay with it because, again, it was coming out at that critical time, like right it's, before it's like everything. An, it's like an 80 to 100-hour JRPG that was going to be coming out alongside Horizon. Um, which, again... Which, again, let me... I Dude, I think Horizon looks phenomenal. I, I don't know what you're it's smoking. It's not on my radar. Like, I think it'll look fine. I'll most likely How pick it How is it not up. on your radar, dude? Like, but every, I don't every think time about I see that game... game I Every don't time think I see it, it, I think it runs even better. So me and Max it's that PS4 Pro. Uh, it's that PS4 Pro. Me and Max run over this every – or me, me and you went over this the other day at least. Um, here are games that are coming out in from February to March, and this is why I was concerned with Persona 5 coming out in the midst of all this. So February. We've got Neo coming out February 9th. We've got For Honor coming out the 14th. You've got Halo Wars Neo? coming Wait, out. Wait, hold on. Neo yeah. is like a Japanese. It's kind of like a Dark Souls type game. Um, it's been in production for like War? eight years. N I O H. Yeah, it's kind of like a Japanese Dark Souls type okay. thing. It's been in development for a while. I've, I kind of have a slight eye on it. We'll see how it pans out. I thought you were talking about like PS4 codenamed Neo. Oh, no, it's no. Like what? What are you talking about? Dude? This out. Um, so that's out the ninth. Four Honors out the fourteenth, which is Ubisoft's Ubisoft Samurai War game. game. Um, we've got Halo Wars the twenty-first. We've got right. Horizon Zero Dawn the 28th of February. And then mm. in March, we've got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands coming out the 7th of March. We've got Ooh, the Star Trek Ubisoft's Bridge Crew. next promised failure. That game looks phenomenal, dude. We've so got did The Division. So did Watch Dogs. Oh, shut up, you freaking Assassin's Creed 4 hating idiot. Uh, we've got Star Trek, Star Trek Bridge Crew coming out the 14th of March. We've got Kingdom Hearts 1.5. We've got Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5. Combo coming out the 28th of March. We've got, um, oh, oh, that's what it was. And then potentially in March, we've got, well, we've also got MLB The Show, which I want, which is the end of the month. And that's then you've got the Switch and all of the March? potential launch games for that. In Mario. Mario. And um, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Fudge. Yeah. So February, March is real busy. And I know. So, yeah. So, guess what? It didn't, it's Mass not like Effect's Persona coming 5 out. Got so, you know what's happening to you? Mass Effect comes out at the end of March, probably the last week. And then, then I won't buy Persona, Persona comes out a while. week later. 
you're not going to pick up Persona right away. No, I won't. No, I won't. I want Persona. I'm interested in Persona, but no, I won't. I won't. I'm bummed because um, February February is that sweet spot month, man. February is a great February's month for a what? game to come out, and Persona would have been perfect there. And now it's coming out in April, which is also a good time because it's after the March Madness, but it's before E3. So Persona in April is fine, and if it makes it a I better think April's game, a good time. April is April is like notoriously a pretty dead month. No, yeah. If, so I think if a, it makes a, it a better a, game, I'm all for it. A hundred hour JRPG coming out at the start of the month is really good because May it, and June have picked up steam, a little bit of steam the past probably year or two. I mean, it's getting it's got, um, spring's getting a little bit more cluttered than it used to. June is getting a little bit. May and June are getting a little bit more cluttered than they used to. Like we saw, I tried to come out in May this year, so um, June is kind of the rumored release date for Breath of the Wild. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Um, is is the fifth a Tuesday? Um, for what? June. I'm not sure. I'm not calendar man. Ah, oh, it's a Monday. I'm so close. Because if it comes out June, the first Tuesday in June, which would be uh, the 6th, <clears> that would be right around my birthday. That's what I figured. E3 so, yeah. is the following week. E3, June 13th through the 16th. I want to go this year. Let's see if I can. Um, so, yeah, we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. Even though, okay, well, so even though Persona got pushed... It's, it's still kind of coming out in the midst of all of that, or at least right also, on the tail end of it. It also is going to feature dual audio. Yeah, which is cool. So, so you can play it with Japanese audio, English subtitles if you prefer. I'll just play it in English because I'm not that hardcore. You're not a weeb? And, no. A lot of people have called me that this week, and I'm just now lear- you know, mm-hmm. learning what the term means. I was playing Dang and Rampa. I was trying to get, sell. I was trying to sell Persona Four to my friend. I was like, "Dude, all you need is a Vita TV, super cheap, and then you get Persona and you're set." He's like, oh, "Are you a weeb?" I was like, "It's just a good game. It's very Japanese, but it's good." Weebing out, weebing out, weebing out, we're weebing out. Um. So yeah. This anyway, spring, yeah. Spring's, Persona's coming. This spring's giving me PTSD. I'm thinking Wildlands will get pushed to like July. It wouldn't yes. surprise me. Mainly because we haven't seen Ubisoft. very much. We haven't seen very much of it. It's Ubisoft. It. I think Wildlands looks awesome, dude. I really do. Like, I was, I, 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 I bought the Division and played it for a little bit, but I wasn't, like, excited for the Division. I think Wildlands looks so good. I'm I could care. I'm thoroughly excited that about demo, it. That demo I saw at E3, I was like, I, okay. Dude, I think, I thought that demo was incredible. Like, I really did. I thought that was one of the better demos of E3. Um, just the tactical team-based stuff is cool. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And Ubisoft's signature, totally scripted coordination between teammates. Like, flawless communication. That was I remember dumb. the siege. I remember the Siege demo, and it was like, they were talking in such tactical terms that no one ever talks in when playing yeah. multiplayer. That's, I was that's, like, oh that's my gosh. E, that's E3 for you. I know, but general. that just, it just bugs me to no end. It's like, no then one talks CF like this. Sea of Thieves probably pissed you off to no end. Oh, plus we got ukulele oh, coming out within the sea first of few Thieves, months. Sea of Thieves demo was obnoxious. Was really Getting bad. all those YouTubers in there was like, no, get By the way, out CF- of here. Sea of Thieves is currently scheduled for Q1 of next year as well, by the way. doesn't have a release date, but it's there. We'll see. 
We've also got um, also scheduled for Q1. I mentioned ukulele, so that's supposed to be a thing out in the first quarter, which we'll see how that turns out. Ukulele um, has Shovel Knight in it, so it's automatically game of the year. Outlast Two is scheduled. Oh, also for Specter year. Knight's DLC is spring 2017. Uh, Fractured Butthole is first quarter of next year. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot coming out within those first four months of the year. It's going to be hectic, dude. I. I don't you gotta know. pick and choose. That's usually when pick I pick up on my backlog. 2017, I, I think I was saying it the other day to you. This, it on paper, could be the best year for games ever, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. There, those first four months are so packed with games that you would hope come out over the course of 12 months, not three months. So we've got that, and then we've got fall, which is still murky, but you know it'll. You know you'll have Assassin's Creed. You know you'll have Call of Duty. You know you'll start to have all these other things that start to come in a little bit clearer later on. So 2017 is looking good, and it's also looking bad for my backlog, so we'll have to start picking and choosing what I want to play going forward. Um, That's it for our news this week, our notable news. We will be back in just a moment with our topics for the week, and I don't know what Max has gotten in because he called an audible on his, but we're going to talk about... Thanksgiving and Black Friday and then whatever the heck Max wants to talk about. So we'll be back in just a moment with to the show all you crazy people so topics this week as i just laid out i am going to talk well okay who do you want to go first max you or me you've got some sort of secret topic secret I, t- I, I was, it came up during the game awards i said i was just changing it oh yeah game awards that's right that's right so let's start with you then we'll start with all you right. this week um what do you want to talk about with the game awards? two two things we probably shouldn't discuss this now but you and i should figure out how we want to do game in the year Yes, I actually meant to talk to you about that pre-show. Um, in we fact, I'll just go right ahead. Now. I'll just go ahead and say it right now. In case you are curious, we'll probably do it towards the end of the year because I hate when people do game game of the year awards like too early in December. So you wanna you wanna give it time for it time. Last Guardian and Final Fantasy to plus, enter. Well, that plus I still want to play Titanfall Two, Dishonored. I still want to play. Um, I'd like but, to ch- try Watch Dogs. Like, I'm asking for a lot of games for Christmas, and then over Christmas break, I'll probably get to dabble in all of them a little bit. Okay, that's fine. So I'm totally probably cool with that. first week of the 2017, last week of 2016 is what I okay, would Okay, that's anticipate. fine. That's fair. So that'll give us each time to play but with certain the things. Real, the real meat, the real heart of my topic is the Game Awards are coming up, and the Game Awards are notorious for two things. Not notorious. They're uh, notable G- for two things. Giving out awards? Giving out awards and revealing new games. Mm-hmm. And I'm I curious. Think I know where you're going to go with this. What games do you think are going to be revealed? Last of Us 4. Last, the Last of Us 4. We're skipping 2 and 3 and no. we're just going straight I, well, to 4. Well, I just thought I'd jump on that before you said Last of Us 2. Oh, I, do think, I do think Naughty Dog's next game. I, okay, keep pushing. Um... So let's, let's talk about year? what we already know. We know Mario, Mass Effect, Mass Effect gameplay good. is going to be revealed. We know yes. that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, 
I don't know. See, I haven't given a ton there's, of thought to this. Like, there's a lot of rumors of Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yes, we'll we'll see that. I feel confident in that we will see that. So, um, what are you feeling? What are you hoping for? You and I have talked about Destiny what am I too. Feeling, what am I feeling? And what am I hoping for? It's kind of two different things. Um, I honestly don't know what to expect this year. I feel like there's a lot we know about the future. Like, especially with PlayStation, like with some of their first party games that are coming out, but we have no idea when those are slated necessarily to come out. Um, but as far as like other, like third party and even some Microsoft stuff, I feel like the future is kind of hazy. We don't really know what's much past June of 2017. Uh, so I don't know. There could be some big surprises here. I what I'm hoping for the one thing I would like lose my mind over besides Mass Effect gameplay, which I'll be in the fourth row freaking out about if you want to look for me on the stream. Um, Spider Man, please give us more Spider Man. I just want to. See I think Spider Man would be at PSX. I do too. So oh shoot, so that's just two days later. Um, I actually don't know if we'll see Spider Man at all. If I had to take a guess. I don't like know I said, if, if we'll see that we game, see Spider-Man, period. if we see Spider-Man, I think it's closer than we think. If we don't, it's way out there. <clears throat> I'm thinking, I'm thinking honestly, the next time we see Spider-Man's E3, and then maybe we'll get a gameplay demo. But that that would be like my honest prediction. But I still have fingers crossed that we see it within the next two weeks because that's probably like my two or three most anticipated games right now: Spider-Man, Mass okay. Effect, Zelda. Those are like the three big ones for me. Um, I'm trying to think what makes sense. Um, I say Destiny Two. Destiny Two would make sense. That would make sense, it especially really if it's a September release. You think we will see anything regarding Psychonauts Two? Because last year was when they came out and said we are making the game. Did I know the fig? it's like, yeah, with Fig. I think it's like a 2018, if not 2019, title. I doubt it. So I doubt we see much. I know Tim Schafer is going to be there. I know he's tight with uh, Jeff. Jeff as well. So I don't know if he may just show up and be like, hey, what's up? And then talk for like two seconds and show just something from the game. He'll be like, we're Maybe doing we... Brutal Legend 2 on, uh, on this new fundraising website, which is would. called I, I Apple Seeds. And you can give us all your money there, too. I, w- I would give them money for Brutal Legend 2. I really would. That's like one of my favorite. We brought Jack again. Black back. That'd be nice. I would appreciate that. Jack Black actually does voiceover work for almost all of their games since Brutal Legend. Did you know that? Mm-mm. It, well, not their, like, smaller titles, but I know he was a voice actor in Broken Age. I know he was Well, in... that also had Elijah Wood in it. Yeah, it did. They had some pretty notable names. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Jack and uh, Tim are pretty tight. Um, I don't know. This is an interesting year. Typically, it's, like, the things I'm anticipating are the RPGs and things like that. Like, Skyrim's notorious... Uh, or Bethesda is notorious for kind of revealing things at... P- or, Game Awards, getting them all, all the shows mixed up. Um, I don't know if they will, though. We'll have to wait and see. Bethesda's not doing anything. Sorry, I don't know why I said wait and see. Bethesda's not doing anything here. Um, well, well, now that I think of Bethesda, what if they showed off, like, a Castlevania teaser? Or not Castlevania. Ca- uh, Wolfenstein teaser. teaser. They could show off Wolfenstein. I don't know why I said Castlevania. I think because Return to Castle Wolfenstein is a game. Um, Wolfenstein might make sense. Because we've also heard that's a 2017 game, or at least mm-hmm. I have. So the that new one. would 
that would potentially make sense. Whatever, I think it's called something Labyrinth Behemoth, something like that. I don't know. I forget what the code name for it is. Um, I don't know. Do you have any others that you're thinking I, of? Uh, part, well, like I said at the beginning, I think Naughty Dog's next game will be teased. You think they'd really do that there instead of PSX? Yeah. I think I think PSX is... I, I think... No, I think Game Awards is bigger show, bigger face. Uh, I think PSX is where you see the Uncharted single-player demo or DLC. Yeah, and probably. I, pretty, I, I think, pretty I think they... Because well. last year at the Game Awards, they did an Uncharted 4 um, reveal there. And then at PSX, they did some more Uncharted 4 stuff. I think we see... I think we get naughty dogs next game so um, what about games that we know are already around let's stop thinking about potentially like games well that i had another i have another one that, i have another one that uh, i think nintendo will be there i've see i thought about that too i but think i think they do retros game i think you're really wishful thinking with that one i, I really do it. well they've gone on the record and already said they're going radio silent until january i'm not talking they about could the go, switch what do you mean they're not talking about the Switch? Until January. That the deal directly with the Switch. They've already said they're talking about games in January. I so, think I think they can do that. I think they'll do I think that's gonna I be the last they, drip feed you need to carry you to I January. Don't think, I don't 20th. think Nintendo's there at all. As you've I, said, they're being so careful with their marketing in around surround with the Switch. I I think they can they, show they, a game. They seem committed to just being quiet until their own time to speak which would be in january i think um, they'll be there they did zelda there you have to remember that was like two years ago though they weren't there last year they were there last year with what uh, reggie gave that um speech about iwata well they didn't show anything off they can be there and not I'm do sure. anything i mean it's kind I of like a, it's kind there. of like a social hub for i think they're gonna show difference something. difference between being there and showing something i don't think they'll show i anything. think they will i don't think so well, um, it's a big stage it is a big stage, but it doesn't I think necessarily they need to mean anything. Build some little more hype. Um, I think we I think see they a really ease, I think your... they easily could show a game and be like, and more of it in January. I don't know. I don't see it. I think we could easily see a release date finally for ukulele. I think that would make sense. That's a big platform. And that's a big game that I think a lot of people think of, but it's also easy to forget about at the same time. Um, Release date would be smart there, especially if the game's coming out first ha- first quarter of next year. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff that we could see. I mean, there's already been a rumored new Tomb Raider game that's supposedly in development right now. Not yeah, like by a Dynamics. completely different company, too, which is a little disappointing. Eh, I'm sure it will be fine. I mean, they've got the formula down at this point, I think. It's just about crafting the environment and the story and stuff like that. Mm. So. Mm. I mean... I don't know. I don't think it'd be bad. Like Arkham Origins was a different developer. I don't think Arkham Origins was a bad game. So. Heard it was very technically bad and the you multiplayer never played was it. Multiplayer is unnecessary. Heard the combat I was don't bad. Remember it had multiplayer. Arkham Origins. Yeah. Yeah. The servers are getting ready to go down that. here. Never even remembered that. Uh, yeah, it was asymmetrical <laughs> multiplayer. It was Batman and Robin versus like Joker thugs and Penguin thugs or something. That's pretty dumb. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we could see at Game Awards. Anything's possible, I guess. But Anything is possible. We'll find out. Mass Effect's going to be... That's going to be cool. I'm excited for that. Really excited for that. 
can't wait for that. All game. right. I really hope. It, all right. I'd like to see. You think we'll get a release date for that as well? There. Probably. It just makes sense. I think so. It makes sense, especially yeah. if it is March. Like, yeah. Here's our gameplay reveal, and I'm, oh, by the way, you can go to the Andromeda Galaxy on March 23rd. Yep, it makes sense. Um, okay, so jumping ship to my topic. So, as I said, Black Friday, Thanksgiving this week, all that stuff. Yada yada. yada. Um, I always associate Thanksgiving especially the Wednesday before Thanksgiving with video games. Every year forever, I always just remember sitting down to play, typically because I used to be, you know, you used to be off school the next day, so you're like, oh, I can just stay up playing video games all night tonight. And so I've done that forever. I've stayed up the Wednesday of Thanksgiving so many times playing video games until 3 or 4 in the morning, and... It's just something I do every year. I don't know, really, really know why. Um, but it's almost become like a tradition for me to just sit down on Wednesday night and do nothing but play video games. And my question isn't necessarily so much about Thanksgiving specif- specifically, but is there any points in the year or actual like physical locations in the world that you associate certain games with? And I, I'll, I'll take this another... I'll, I'll take like another this another step further as well. Where I used to work at, um, at this like lab or whatever, um, was where I discovered Podcast Beyond and Kind of Funny. Eventually, when they became Kind of Funny, that's when I started listening to a bunch of podcasts. And so there are certain hallways in that building where I can remember like specific dialogue between Greg and Colin talking about like Mega Man. And so I'll walk through that hallway and I'll immediately for some reason think about Mega Man. Like and that's and it's still like that. If I ever have to go work at that place still to this day, I'll walk through certain areas and I'll be like, Why am I thinking about Mega Man right now? And that's just always how it's been. Is there any times or places that you associate with certain games in your life? Like my girlfriend dumped me, so I poured myself into whatever. Certain games. Like things like that. Is there anything you can think of? Um when I go to Best Buys, I mm-hmm. think of God of War 3, because that was the first time I played God of War 3 anywhere, on the floor in a beanbag and a demo station, and thought how cool that game was. Uh, I drive by this park um, every day when I go to school, and um, every time I drive by the park, I think of Greg and Colin's final podcast, Beyond, because um, I was driving home from school that night listening to the very end when they were saying goodbye. And I like I had to pull over because I couldn't see the road because I was crying so much. And like I sat, oh my gosh, I'm a wreck. I'm th- thinking about it now. Like I'm getting choked up. And I know like they do their thing now and it's fine. It's not like they disappeared, but they're you fine. Start listening to them, by the way. Um, probably a year or two before that. What episode? I was working in Kmart when I was not exact in- episode, but like what around? Because I think I listened, started listening in about. Probably around something around there. I probably started listening in the two hundreds. Okay. Like probably shortly after two. Was Clement still on the show? Yeah. Oh yeah. Clement. I I never knew. I I never experienced the show with Clement. He had gone. He had gone away. So you came that late? Oh wow. Well, I came in right as Goldfarb. I was. I'm telling you, I was right around three hundred, and so. Oh wow. Right around three hundred was when Clements left, and then they brought in Goldfarb. 
Oh so no! I, I love there. that. I, was my podcast beyond for some of the best time. episodes are with all four of them. Did you ever go back and listen to the PSN outage episode? Yeah, I listened to that one when that the, when it came back. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! It's like, one of the, sprinted to the office and it's one of the best episodes. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, you I, sound cute. Oh my gosh! I love it. Um. So, like, when I drive by that park, I think of that. There are, um, like, in my old neighborhood in Indiana, like, that's where I was introduced to Sly Cooper and Kingdom Hearts. Like, I think of those games there. Yeah. Um, specific times of year, though, not really. Times of your, how about times of your life, then? Like, are there certain years where, like, oh, shoot, I remember doing exactly that. Like, for instance, with my... I remember the year I got my PS3. I remember getting my Wii. Like, I remember Brawl like, vividly. Brawl's still, launch. Yeah, Brawl's one for me, too. Brawl is vivid. I remember getting my GameCube. Um, There's two... So, I mentioned that, like, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving where I always end up playing games a whole bunch. There's two games specifically that, like, stand out in my mind that I remember playing specifically on those Wednesday nights late into the morning. And it is Assassin's Creed 2. I did one year. And Gears of War 2, another year. I played both of those games for some reason until, like, your sequels. Like late into the night that night. Um, I remember I, also... I remember the launch of The Last of Us. Yeah. I remember that day because I was, like, 15 minutes in, and then my power went out, and I lost I, st- every... I still associate – I think it was sophomore year. Yeah, it was sophomore year. I still associate, like, all of sophomore year with Skyrim. <laughs> And I also associate Skyrim in tandem with breakups because Skyrim kind of ended a relationship for me. You're one of those uh, people. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, played too much of that game. Thanks, played Bethesda. Way too much of that game. Uh, it was worth it. Totally worth it. Probably shouldn't have got back with her later, but that's fine. Uh, so yeah, Skyrim, pretty. I associate Skyrim with a couple different things, but that's one of them. I still remember that whole first weekend. I played, I think I played, so it came out on a Friday. And by Sunday night, I think I had played it like, uh, maybe like 35 to 40 hours. That's not right. There's and so I, much wrong with that. And I told my mom that, and she's like, why aren't you? She she got mad at me because I wasn't studying for, like, SATs or something that I had coming up. And she got, like, really mad at me for it. I was like, I have played, like, 40 hours of video games this weekend. This is a good weekend. And she got, like, really mad. Because I went home that Thursday, and I still remember that whole weekend. I don't, I don't know why. I went home that Thursday at midnight because I got it at midnight or whatever went home played it till like four in the morning slept for like three or four hours got back up and played it again all day grabbed my xbox went over to my friend's house and like five of us sat in a room on our own xboxes with our own tvs playing it just in the same room where are you at what are you doing where are you at okay you're doing this okay that's cool so we just like all sat around and like explored skyrim together in different areas uh took it back home played it all again the next day played it all again the next day it's great I want it for Christmas. I want to, I want to do that again. And maybe not that much. Not, not, maybe not not that many hours at once in one weekend. But I'd like to. I'd like to do that again. It's a great game. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've just been thinking. There's always certain things in my life I associate with certain events, and I didn't know if it was like that for you. Um. 
like there's one Radiohead song that I like that I associate with my great grandma dying because it was like the first song I listened to after she died. So I've always like thought of tied that event together with that song. And I, it's kind of like that with me with certain games too. And I just didn't know if it was like that for you as well. Yeah. I associate infamous one with breaking up with my first girlfriend and like, yeah, it was like my first girlfriend. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm sad. I'll play infamous one. <laughs> Cause that had just come out. And I did an evil playthrough too. I specifically remember that. I was like, I'm, I'm butthurt. I'm going to just kill everybody. Grumpy, grumpy grumps. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to contribute or should I take us out now? Nothing specific that I can think of. A lot of memories with games. Yeah. It's been such a critical part of my life, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. For but I think you're less. good. I think you can take us home. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Well, in that case. Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. If you have any games that you associate with specific times or events in your lives, please email us those at mgspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to talk to us about what you think will be shown at the Game Awards, we'd love to hear from you with that topic as well. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter. The show is at mgspodcast on Twitter. Uh, I, Logan, I am at moreman12. Max is at maxthewhite, so please follow us there. You can hit us up with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about the show, or just tell us hi, or answer those questions I just threw out to you. So any of that stuff, you can hit us up there. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube, hey, what's up? Thanks for making it to the end of this like probably close to two-hour video. Um, you can please, If you can, please like, share, comment, subscribe, share the video with your friends, tell, tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your sister, and all that good stuff. We would appreciate it. And if you listen to us on iTunes, we would appreciate it if you just left a quick review, give us five stars, maybe type three or four words in there, just say, yeah, podcast is real good, dude, five stars. I mean, it's as simple as that. Helps us out, helps us reach more ears. We would always appreciate that very much. Um, with that, I think that's it for episode number 68. We'll be back next week with, oh, my gosh, next week's episode 69. <laughs> uh, we'll have to do, podcast. like, we'll have to do, like, best sex scenes in video games or something like that. Like, Geralt banging Yennefer on the unicorn, unicorn. or something. It'll be up there. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that next week. Best oh, sex my goodness gracious. It's episode 69. <laughs> The maturity level of this podcast just dropped astronomically. <laughs> so we will be back next week to talk about a bunch of balls and wieners and stuff. Oh, and my movies. goodness gracious. Uh, Lord so help us. Be sure to come back next week. I'm sure that will be a great episode. And then in episode 7, I don't know. We'll see what happens with episode 70 after that because I'll be gone at PSX. And then I get home that Monday. So we'll figure that out later. We'll burn that bridge when we get there, but... Until then, we got a whole bunch of sex stuff to talk about. <laughs> Until then, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it, as always. Um, please do all that stuff I said earlier. We would appreciate it. And have a great week. We love you. Bye-bye. Farewell. Farewell.